2: countdown to audio torture the
0: rated r safety show starts in three two one ah let the eardrum pain begin
2: forget the corporate bullshit this is the rated r safety show with your host doctor uh it doesn't matter who the host is well, is that not the truth or what? Here we go Once again, it is lovely Monday morning. Today is Monday, 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 March the 8th of 2021 day 67th of the year of the year of the year and only Only 298 days to go. anyways, how are you? Hopefully everything is good and grand inside of your neck of the woods? As you are doing the things that you do and, you know, having a lovely Monday, whatever, you know, however you want that lovely Monday to start looking like. Because, of course, that's always an important part of the whole equation the equation of the things going on anyways we are broadcasting live from the safety fm studios in orlando florida yeah you know the one the only place and then we are broadcasting across the the multiverse the multiverse of safety fm and and of course you know we're hanging out with our friends at our sister station you know that other place radio Yeah, the radio bigs of the world is the other part of the equation on where we're hanging out. Anyway, so it is Monday, so we are off to a grand and a fantastic start of the week as we're starting to go through and through and through. So instead of doing the trending right away, Because we're starting off to a new week and we're already talking about new things and all that kind of fun stuff, let's just start off with what's important. Let's start off with what should be the priority of what should get us going and bowling and all that other fun stuff, you know, all those other gimmicky words um, that you would use at the moment. And let's just start off with whatever the hell the motivation minute would look like. So
1: let's do that right now. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. Eleanor Roosevelt said, No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. This is a great lesson to instill in your children and grandchildren. If you know this from the time you're a little kid, it makes your life so much easier. Now, I grew up as a chubby kid with the last name Small. My dad's friend gave me the nickname Big John Small. And I couldn't let it bother me. But instead, I just kind of went with it. Later in life, when I started working in radio, I used the name on the air, and often I'd have people ask me, hey, what's your real name? Funny thing is, it was such a great nickname, people didn't realize it is my real name. So I guess the moral of the story is, for me, just don't let things bother you. Sometimes you just smile and move on. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs, At motivationminute.org.
2: Okay, so that was big John Small. I mean, no, sorry, that was John Small with the Motivation Minute telling us exactly how he feels about the world of what is going on right now at the moment. You know, that's the other fun part, isn't it? How we make people feel. Anyways, I guess we'll get into that a little bit later. So let's start talking. Let's start talking about what is going on and start talking about some other things inside of the multiverse and the world and all that kind of fun stuff. Let's talk about what was trending over the weekend because I think that that's going to be important as we go around and about and all that kind of fun stuff. Michael Stanley was trending on Saturday following the news of his passing. Many took to Twitter to share their found memories of the rock legend. More on his passing a little bit later. Pepe, Pepe Pew, among the other that was trending along with Speedy Gonzalez on social media users, um, discusses New York Times opinion pieces, argues the classic cartoon characterizes popular negative stereotypes in combination of rape culture. Many felt that canceling the skunk was a little extreme, even for today's cancel heavy culture. Kevin Hart and Eddie Murphy landed in the top ten trending tweets over the weekend as the Twitterverse compared the careers of the two funny men. A majority have felt that Hart has not even has not even in the same league as Murphy when it comes to acting. One user one user wrote that Hart's lack of depth in his acting because he literally plays himself in every single time. Okay, but somebody's paying him to do it. So what the Freak doesn't matter there. Um, Bloody Sunday was trending on the 56th anniversary of the day that civil rights marchers were attacked by Alabama state troopers on a day known as Bloody Sunday. Many noted that this year's com- commemoration would be the first without a civil rights legend Congressman John Lewis, Joseph Lowry, Reverend C.T. Vivian, and Bruce Boynton, who all passed away last year. Sunday was... National Cereal Day, according to a study by Stastica. Yeah, what a name. Stastica. For the top five favorite cereals in the U.S. are Cinnamon Toast Crunch. There's no way. That stuff sucks. Uh, Ross and Flakes, Honey Nut Cheerios, Lucky Charms, and Cap- Captain Crunch. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So you're telling me that this is the new? This is the new? This is the new, the, new, the great, and the the immersive What happened to the other stuff? Whatever happened to the other goodies? What am I talking about here? What about like cookie crisp? How's that not in the top? It's cookie and it's crispy. I mean, come on. That doesn't sound like it shouldn't, you know, be one of the things that are there or not. Anyway, so you are listening to the Rated R Safety Show. So you know how this goes. We start talking. We start moving. We start grooving. So let's get into what is going on inside of the world of the news. And we will be hanging out with our people at feature story and let them tell you exactly what's going on
1: here is the news on the R
0: safety show from feature story news in london i'm ollie barrett the Duchess of Sussex has claimed there were concerns in the royal family about her son Archie's skin colour before he was born. Meghan and Harry's interview with Oprah Winfrey has aired on CBS in the United States. Meghan told Oprah she had had suicidal thoughts and did not feel supported by the royal family, but she and Harry refused to say who in the family had raised the issue of Archie's skin colour.
1: About how dark your baby is going to be? potentially and what that would mean or look like. Ooh. And you're not gonna tell me who had the conversation. I think that would be very damaging to them.
0: Prince Harry said he felt unsupported by his father, Prince Charles. I feel really let down because he's been through something similar. He knows what pain feels like and this is an Archie's his grandson. The Daily Mirror's royal editor Russell Myers says he expects Buckingham Palace to issue a response. The palace will have to answer the allegations particularly, uh, surrounding the racism, the mental health aspect that uh, when Meghan was pregnant is particularly very, very worrying, especially in the shadow of the fact that the, uh, the, the palace launched a bullying investigation against the Duchess of Sussex just last week. In other news, at least 15 people have died after a series of explosions in equatorial Guinea. Around 500 people were also injured in the blasts, which officials say were caused by negligence in the storage of dynamite at military barracks. Indian media are reporting that scores of people from Myanmar are trying to flee into the country. Nihapunia reports from New Delhi.
1: According to local officials, there are 85 Myanmar civilians waiting at the country's border with India, hoping to seek refuge here. The comments have been attributed by local media to officials who have reportedly spoken out on the condition of anonymity. Recently, 48 Myanmar nationals entered India through the northeastern state of Mizoram. The state shares a 500-kilometre-long, mostly porous border with the country.
0: German Chancellor Angela Merkel's political party has been hit by corruption allegations after one of its MPs resigned following police raids. The allegations centre around government contracts for face masks. Trent Murray reports from Berlin. Chancellor Angela Merkel's ruling CDU party has been rocked by allegations one of its MPs personally enriched himself from government contracts during the COVID-19 pandemic. It's alleged Nicholas Lobel helped broker deals between face mask suppliers and government-run health agencies and, in the process, pocketed over €250,000 in commissions. The 34-year-old MP said he took responsibility for his actions and would be resigning from Parliament. Police have raided properties in both Germany and Liechtenstein as part of their investigation. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. <laughs> This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM.
1: I spend a lot of time in the backyard,
2: and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And at 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my
1: embers into some dry brush It's true, I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow, but shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait, communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at AmericaLet'sDoLunch org.
0: This message brought to you by Meals and Wheels America and the Ad Council.
2: You know, I have to tell you, this one sounds very Soundgarden Chris cornell Take a listen real quick. Not a little, bad little tune. Let's be let's be realistic here. Anyways, uh, there you go, there you go. I mean, I like it. Well, I'm sure we'll come back to it about several hundred more times before it's all said and done. Uh, that's the way that it goes. Anyway, so did you hang out last night and watch Oprah? As she was having the discussion with the Royals, that seemed to be making the sequence of events. I did not know. (laughs) I did not know that that was going on last night because I don't keep up with anything, especially when it comes to television. Uh, So I was asked, are you watching Oprah? And I started chuckling, going, "Uh, no. What the hell am I going to be watching Oprah for? Um, But then I kind of found out later on because. Yeah. Duh. that's what happens anyway so let's get into the world of the news and what is going on it is 15 minutes past the top of the hour as we are hanging out here on radiobig.fm and on safetyfm.com uh, depending on where you're hanging out anyways florida florida may have a new invasive carnivore so there you go a dead arapia washed up ashore on cape coral jc's park on the bank of the oh here we go Carlos Sasha we have such weird river names here. I'm not even going to try that one. The Amazon River predator, one of the world's largest fish, has scales said to be um, impenetrable as armor and the ability to leap onto the wa- out of the water and eat small mammals, according to the South Florida Sun Sentinel. Wow, this is encouraging. Yeah, this is what I need to do. Oh, I've been locked up due to COVID. I'm going to go take a, a ride on my boat, and all of a sudden. Uh, here we go. They can grow into 10 feet in length and a, and a, bit, a bit breeders, uh, producing hundreds of thousands of eggs during their lifetime. A Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission called the find a fluke. Uh, yeah, no. Dr. Catherine Galloway. A biologist at Nichols State University told the told the paper that the specimen was washed up in the Cape Coral that was large enough to be reproductively active. Oh, this is good. So the there is likely more in Florida. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, how about we get a round of applause for that one? Oh, yes. <laughs> Some good times going on right there. Oh, so there you go. Some more stuff going on in the world of the strange when it comes to Florida. Duh. Okay, so let's continue talking a little bit more about some other things. California health officials announced that the state will allow reopening of outdoor stadium ballparks and theme parks beginning April the 1st. Hold on. Isn't that April Fool's Day? (laughs) The Department of Health says that events and and venues that are in California residents only. And ma- hold on. Venues are for California residents only. Hold on. The department events and venues are for California residents only. Okay. And will be um, a mask will be mandatory. There will also be building capacity and time limits in place for the parks and indoor dining's. And will remain closed. Hold on. Hold on. Park in place. In the parks and the indoor dining will be will remain closed. Okay. Very confusing stuff there. So let me ask you this. If you live in the Cali of the Fornia currently in California Cation, are you going to be running out and saying, Oh my, oh my, oh my, I need to run out there right now and make it to Disney. I need to make it to six flags. Is that gonna be kind of like your gimmick? I don't know. I mean, it's kind of an interesting time as we do talk about it. Uh, the news comes after Disney and Universal Studios announced the mini reopening for this month with food available in the parks, but no major attractions open. What? Oh, come hang out. Come hang out with us with no major attractions are open, but you can come out into the park. Oh, so I, I will tell you, I will tell you straight, if this was the only the rated R safety show right there. Or excuse me, we were extremely just on Radio Big. I would give you my opinion on what I would compare that to. But being that the Rated R (laughs) safety show is a friendly show amongst the safety professionals that are out there, I won't say it. I won't say it. Anyways, the announcement came hours after organizations of recall efforts targeting of Governor Gavin Newsom announced that they had collected 1.9 million of the 2 million signatures needed to trigger the recall election. Organizers still have until March the 17th to gather more signatures. So there you go. Some information going on inside of that neck of the woods. It is currently 19 minutes past the top of the hour as we are hanging out here on RadioBig.fm. As of Sunday, more than 90.3 million doses of COVID vaccines have been administered nationwide. And over 30.6 million people are fully vaccinated while over 58.8 million have received at least their first doses. How could it be first doses, first dose of the vaccine? There has been 28.7 million people reported, reported, hold on, hold on. I'm learning how to speak this morning, apparently. Duh. There have been over 28.7 million reported cases of the virus in the U.S. with over 520,000 deaths since the beginning of the pandemic. So there you go. So I got a question because we are on the news of the pandemic and, of course, the doses and the vaccines and all that kind of fun stuff. So if you were able to get it, would you get the vaccine? Because at some point, your number is going to be called. You know what I'm saying here? They're going to tell you that it's time. It's time. What are you thinking? Are you going to do it? Are you not going to do it? And if you have some hesitation marks here, as we are talking about it, what is your hesitation? And what is the reason of the hesitation? I'm just asking the question here. Don't get mad at Mio. What are you thinking? Are you going to do it? Are you not going to do it? And if you're not going to do it, why are you not going to do it? And if you're going to do it, why are you going to do it? I mean, have you seen some of the information that is readily available there? I'm just asking, just asking the info. But what are you thinking overall? I mean, there is a combo there. There is a conversation to be had. Think about it that way. Anyways, a man died after falling from the Angels Landing Rock formation at the Utah Zion National Park last week. The victim was identified as Jason Hartwell, 43, of Draper, according to the National Park Service as well. Authorities said that Hartell sustained injuries that consisted of a high, high elevation fall. The National Park Service is working with the county sheriff's office on the incident. Angel's Landings is a 1,488-foot-tall rock formation located in Zion. The trail, to, the trail to the top is steep, narrow, and rigid. According to the park's website, it has been the home of other fatal falls. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Number one, it sucks as the dude died and that he fell, so I don't want it to, to come across the, the incorrect way here. But you're telling me that your website talks about falling to death on there because that all of a sudden becomes a whole other conversation, and that's for sure. With streams so crisp that you can feel the sarcasm in your ear holes, Radio Big. Hey, I'm just asking to ask because that's what I do around here. So let's continue talking a potential new medication to treat COVID. Or, excuse me, to treat coronavirus patients may be the holy grail. Hold on, can we do that? The holy grail. <laughs> so, there you go. When it comes to fighting the virus, according to Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Siegel discussed that the first stages of testing of the experimental COVID 19 pill called, oh, yeah, Ma put. Hold on. By Merck and Ridgemark. Oh, yeah. This, I mean, I'm going to tell you, between the titling of the stupid pill and the titling of the pharmaceutical sales group, probably not the best titles here is what I'm thinking. Just throwing that out there. Telling Fox, Fox and Friends this weekend host that phase two of the trials, the pill is literally has stopped the virus in its tracks. Hold on. How do you how do you stop that?
0: More sarcasm than Mortal Kombat beatdown, rated R, safety show.
2: Okay, the drug functions as as an at-home five-day treatment similar to Tamiflu. Hold on, I thought Tamiflu was for the flu to stop the virus from reproducing before causing major damage. He explained. He also predicted that the U.S. will be free of the virus by the summer. With this particular treatment, is very helpful in managing isolated cases. Hold on. So, ah, hold on. Ah, oop, ah, oop, ah, before we continue here. <laughs> okay, so we're going to be gone. It's going to be done by the summer. Is there like a guarantee here? I'm just trying to figure it out. I get very confused when people start telling me stuff like this. You will be done by the summer and things will be good and ready to go. I guarantee it. Is this like the man's warehouse commercial? I'm just trying to figure it out, man. I get very confused on some of these things. Anyways, let's continue talking with a lot of stuff going on. A boy was critically injured after being struck by a fire truck on Staten Island Saturday, according to law enforcement. The boy, who who may have been unattended, jumped out in front of, <laughs> jumped out from behind a Park City bus while the FDNY truck was returning to the station. The child was taken to Richmond Univers- University Medical Center and is in critical condition. The NYPD said the incident is under investigation. The N- the FDNY confirmed it in the post. Hold on. So how is it part of, a of the news story? I mean, I want to understand how this is it. The child may have been unattended. Like, how did that? I mean, like, let me kind of sneak that in there real quick just before. I want to make sure that this is referenced as we're talking about this. I mean, I think that that's kind of a strange thing just to randomly put in there. I mean, the next thing we might find is something that goes something like this, and human error was to blame due to the incident. You could be listening to the best, but you're not big. Okay, NASA's Mars 2020. Push that <laughs> rover took its first drive on the Red Planet last week, covering more than 21 feet. Hold on, Co- covering about 21 feet. This is a monumental event. Hold on. The test drive is one of the many of the checks on the Perseverance to-do list as the team members calibrate every system and instrument of the rover, the space agency said. The drive lasted a little over an hour and a half. Hold on, 21 feet, an hour and a half? Should this be 21 miles? <laughs> uh, the rover negotiator turns and backed up into new parking space. The rover will begin more complicated missions next month, including finding a launch site of its mini helicopter, a mini helicopter. How cool is that? The scientists hope that the multi-year mission will provide insight into the red planet's geology and past climate as well as prepare astronauts for human exploration Hold on, if you really want to know a lot about this, shouldn't you just turn around and watch that one movie? What was it? Total Recall? I mean, come on, shouldn't have enough information there about what is going on. Okay, you know I'm joking as I say that. At least I hope you do. Anyways, Pope Francis held a historic meeting with the Grand Ayatollah, Ali al sistini one of the Shia Aslam's most powerful figures in the holy city of Nahav. Central Iraq on Saturday, the sit-down was Francis' first stop of his t- four-day trip to the Middle East, making the first international trip for the 84-year-old leader of the Catholic Church since the coronavirus pandemic started. On Sunday, the Pope visited the Church of the Immacu- Immaculate Conception, a Christian community in northern Iraq. During the visit, Francis stressed the understanding among religion, which has been one of the main tenets, of his. Can you really say papa I mean, that just sounds kind of weird. Yeah, this this has been one of the main tenets of my papa if you get what I'm saying there. So there you go. A little bit of interesting stuff going on, of course, across the multiverse here. An asteroid as hold on. An asteroid as big as the Golden Gate Bridge is expected to soar past the Earth on March twenty first. Oh, let's just add a little bit more to this. According to the space reference, the asteroid is expected to come within one. 0.25 million miles of earth which is nasa says is potentially hazardous the space rock will zoom at almost 77,000 miles per hour or 20 or 21 miles per second whoa 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 making it one of the fastest asteroids known to pass to our planet according to the earth sky so there you go think about that one for a second What do you think there as you hear this? I mean, a lot of interesting stuff out of that one, as we do talk about it. Anyways, let's continue talking. A (laughs) 75-year-old, lazing albatross and world record holder as the oldest known wild bird has set another world record. Wisdom, who resides in the North Pacific, is now (laughs) the world's oldest known bird to hatch a healthy chick. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service for pacific region tweeted the image last month of wisdom with her with her hatching there you go researchers believe that the bird has spawned a minimum of 30 to 36 chicks in her lifetime so there you go can you imagine that oh my god i have just popped out the 36 child that i have oh my duh duh so anyway something to think about as we are talking here um inside of the rated r Safety show, you, you know, you know how that goes. You know how that goes.
0: Here is our main story on a rated R safety show.
2: Okay, so let's start talking a little bit more. So, I mean, some inspiration this morning as we were talking. I mean, should have felt some inspiration coming from here. So, as I go into it, this the song that we started off with this morning is called Monster. And, you know, I've been thinking of a lot about this, this song over the weekend. Anyways, that song's by Randy Rose or the band Rose, written by Randy Rose. But it is a song called Monster. Came out back about four years ago, give or take. Um, It is available on Spotify and iTunes. So thanks for letting us use it today during the show. But here's the fun part. As I was thinking about it, and I was thinking about some of the different stuff that happens on that album, which is a great album, by the way. Songs for the Ritually Abused, whole other story. We can get into a lot of that stuff as we go into it. Um, But I was thinking about how some of our cultures inside of our organizations, how they work sometimes. How we go about and start doing some different things and talking about things and doing things. And how sometimes we create some things inside of our orgs that we don't expect. And what do you mean here? I mean, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. So let's think about this real quick. I want you to think back for a moment because we all had different segments of our career on how things have worked out for us and how things have actually went about and around and all that fun stuff. But think about a moment in time and we can use you as an example. We can use somebody inside of your organization as an example where you knew nothing about safety or you knew nothing about, let's just do X. And all of a sudden, there was development, there was change, there was other things going on. And this person, or you, however you want to look at it, changed significantly throughout the months, years, weeks, and so on. Maybe they went from not knowing anything about safety, or X, and all of a sudden, they became the cop of X, whatever that X is. Oh, hold on. Maybe I should do it the other way. Whatever that X is. So that's what I want you to think about today. So think about this for a moment. Sometimes some of our own problems or our own monsters are created inside of our own environments. When we're trying to attempt to do something good, well, or indifferent, all of a sudden we have turned it around and made our own monster. I mean, you can use this as any superhero movie that exists out there. You can use this in oh, my God, John, Jack Napier became the Joker, depending on if you go back to 88, 89, whatever it was. But you take a look at some of these things on how some of our own problems are created by the way that we do things. And I want you to think about this for a moment because there is some deeper thought behind the whole scene. And, you know, you can go into the whole conversation that people are good until they become the villain and all that other fun stuff. But sometimes our approach on how we do things can cause the monster to exist inside of our own organizations. And don't get me wrong, at no point does anybody ever want to hear that they're a villain in anything. At any point does anybody ever want to hear that they were in the wrong or they helped create X. In doing the recap and looking over and going through all of this. I think to some extent, we're all guilty as charged. Think about it for a moment. Sometimes we do things with such good intent that we can cause a problem to occur. Now, we can sit here for a moment and say, it was this person and that person that I know, but I'll put it to you this way. We've spoken in the past about, I being involved significantly with the transportation industry and how people started to have the level of fear of interacting with me when it came to me calling them into an office because they were accustomed to punishment that would come about because that's what it was. I mean, I would love to sit here and say I wasn't a jackass back then. Some might say that I'm still a jackass now, but that's a whole other story. But it comes to that whole portion that – we had trained people that they knew that if they got a call to come in to sit down to watch a video, that normally there was an issue. That causing and creating a monster within the organization. The monster being coming to see X, coming to see a video. Now, as you look at this and we talk about it, how often or how common is it for you to create a monster inside of your organization? Now, I want you to think about this for a moment. And some people are not going to like this because, you know, we all want to be liked. Or at least that's something I hear all the time. <laughs> but I think about it and I go, is it so true that we don't realize sometimes some of the problems that we create? Now, some of the things that you can think about right away of problems that we create or monsters that we create, and some people hate talking about this but we probably need to is think about this for a moment think about the sign you know that glorious sign that sits inside of organizations all the time of we have went this many days without a single incident occurring you know what i'm talking about we are injury free for x amount of days What happens most of the time? What happens most of the times when you see those signs? There was one that I saw a few days ago on social media. These people were so excited. This lady had went to go work for this organization, and it had been over a 1,000 days since she started, and there had been no injuries. There had been nothing above first aid since she started working, not for for a portion, for the whole organization that does industrial labor. Now, let's be realistic. Do you think that nothing happened over a thousand days? Seriously. And she was talking about how they were one of the worst plant, they were one of the worst organizations in regards to their industry and blah, blah, blah. And since her leadership started, blah, 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 blah. blah. Everything has been so much better. I'm not saying she's a crappy leader, so let's not get that confused here. But what I'm trying to get to at this particular point is that sign has caused a problem now inside of that organization. That is the monster that it has created. Because do you want to be the person that causes that thing to go to zero? I mean, shouldn't then we have that whole conversation of drive to zero? So that's the thing. These are the monsters that I speak of. It's definitely not the monsters that Randy Rhodes is speaking about inside of his song. Great song, by the way. Just want to throw that out there. But I want you to think about this. It's not the sign manufacturer that's a problem. It's not not the people that love the sign that's a problem. It's what we cause the belief system to be because of the stupid sign. Yes, I understand we all have to start from where we're at. We have to meet people where they're at to be able to move forward. But I'm going to tell you, those signs are monsters inside of there. There has been more people that have been given time off, taken to, or told to take personal time, or things that have occurred for that number not to change on top of that sign than anything else that I've ever seen inside of my career. It is our scoreboard, according to some. It is the thing that makes us the greatest of all time. No, 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 no. This is the thing. That sign is the monster inside of your organization. And now I'm using that as an example, but there's other monsters that we create as well. And don't worry, I am guilty as charged. Some people don't like talking about this, but there's some shitty things that we've done. Let's be realistic. There's been some things that we've put out there that don't make sense to help our organizations, and we did them with great intent. We did them with the intent that we were helping people out, and that was not the case. I don't think that people try to put these things in place for malice. Like, think about it. Think about it a few years back on how the scare tactic incident was the incident. I remember having signs of, this could be you. That you could call this um, cause this and all that kind of fun stuff, and I mean, and they were not the greatest of pitchers. It was the scare tactic. It was the whole thing, and those were monsters. I remember, and I remember this vividly to this day. I'm teaching a defensive driving course because you know that was the torture we used to put people through. And all of a sudden, we had a person who had an incident, or that's that's a lie. Matter of fact, no, 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 no wrong story. We had a person who was starting with our organization, and defensive driving was one of the actual courses they had to go through. We're putting them through the defensive driving course. There was an aspect inside of that course that we showed incidents or accidents, however you want to word it, that had occurred. I call them wrecks, by the way, that had actually actually occurred. And what would end up taking place is I would not warn people that that was going to be what would happen because I wanted the impact of them to, you know, feel it, feel that accident, know exactly what happened with that wreck. And this lady lost it. And it wasn't that she lost it because something had went wrong with us. She lost it because, number one, I was very insensitive about how I was taking the approach of it. But number two, she had lost somebody who was close to her via a car Wreck. So she had an emotional moment inside of the class. And the interesting part as we continue to talk about this is that we take a look around some more and more around the corners and we look at these things and we forget on how we're creating our own monsters. So at the end of the day, how do you look at it? I mean, and I think it's always interesting when we start talking about this, because if you take a look at the inventory that you have, and I'm talking about the inventory of your life, the inventory of your career, is there a monster that you're willing to admit that you have created? I'll tell you, I've created several of them. I've also attempted to go back and correct them. And that's the thing. We're always learning and we're always involving. And we're always taking a look at these different things that are going on. So what is the monster that you want to change? If you had the chance, what is the monster creation that you would go back and take a look at? Not that we've all created a Frankenstein, but sometimes we've started some of the things that we don't even realize that we've started inside of our organizations. Think about it in that fashion don't go anywhere
0: you're listening to the home of real safety talk
1: you are listening to safety fm we'll be right back
0: hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008 he really likes to be around people i get out my mat and i'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath he's quite the pug about town he gets invited to a lot of parties he knows he's a pretty big deal look at this little face how do you not love him
2: Yeah, 44 minutes past the top of the hour. There you go. That's a little bit of Randy Rose. I have to tell you, this action, this album ranks as one of my favorite albums of all time, and I'm not joking because I say that. Uh, that that album has songs that interconnect to each other. It took me a couple of times listening through on how they all make sense in one giant sequence. So. If you like some rock music, I would strongly recommend it, recommend it, recommend it. Anyways, you are listening to the Rated R Safety Show. It is 44 minutes past the top of the hour as we are hanging out here. By the way, good, good info there inside of the box. Um, Somebody, uh, re- oh, matter of fact, we'll get to that portion. How about the fact that these signs are the basis in part of bonuses and raises? This is written by Jim Posel. I agree with him. I agree that it is one of those weird things that does come about and we do talk about it by the way. So before now that we have Jim Bozell in the box, don't know if you know about this, but I'm going to bring it up one more time. Safety Wars has joined recently with Jim Bozell. To our little network of things that we do here so if you do get a chance i would say go take a look go take a ganda of the newest trailer that is available by this gentleman jim Pozo. readily available right there it's right there it's in it's in your side of your grabs of your hand as you can do so uh so i would probably recommend going over there uh i think you might get something as early as this week um i don't know if i'm supposed to say that but i did too late now anyway so let's continue talking a lot of stuff going on inside of the world of the multiverse so let's talk about that let's talk about some flight plans oh yes flight plans we'll talk about flight plans we'll talk about some more covid stuff so here you go if you're daydreaming of future travels while stuck at home during the pandemic why not let your imagination run wild and fantasize about one day staying at a space hotel. Not a joke. In 2019, California's Gateway Foundation revealed plans of a cruise ship-style hotel that could one day float above the Earth's atmosphere. Construction of the futuristic concept known as the Voyager Station (laughs) comprised of 24 modules, connections, and elevated shafts that make up the rotating wheel of orbiting Earth is now set to begin to begin be available at a, as a spacecation or a spaycation. Would it be a um, Back. We'll start in 2026. It could be possible to be in it by 2027 for those able to, uh, you know, foot the bill. Why not? It's not like you're ever awakened with a bad case of the spins in a hotel room before. So there you go. Some interesting stuff there. We did talk about that a little bit last week. So, yeah, I just want to make sure that you are aware that this is up and coming, that it is not a joke. So, there you go. Was Australians still unable to travel abroad due to the pandemic restrictions? Contas Airline has launched a series of mystery flights to encourage domestic travel those who book one of the three journeys on an of, of an offer will put their fate into the hands of the airline the one day trip will fly from Brisbane Sydney and Melbourne and travel to destinations within 2 hours travelers won't know where they're headed until the plane um until it descends to the mystery location. What the hell? The flights will reportedly include low-level flybys of key landmarks en route. Guests, <laughs> guests enjoy breakfast in Qantas Lounge at the 7 a.m. and return early evening unless they really want to be part of the mystery. So hold on. So hold it, hold it, hold it. So you jump on a plane, you have no clue where you're going? And so it's a mystery location for a day as long as it's within two hours. So let's see. If I left Orlando and went two hours from where I'm actually located, I could actually make it into the Dominican Republic. I could definitely make it to Paradise Island. Um, I think I could actually go to um, <laughs> – Can make it to Georgia. I might be pushing it to North Carolina. I could probably make it to Louisiana, so I don't know. I mean, it's it's interesting if you start thinking about it. And I'm saying at the two hour mark, anything a little over two hours, it can go a little bit further. Let's see, that's a that's crazy. How do you prepare for such a trip? I don't know. I think you pack a little bit of everything, is what it sounds like to me. Anyways, that's coming out of the box there, so there you go. Um, I don't know. I think it's an interesting concept. I want to know how much the tickets are. That's the other portion, especially I don't want to pay you a whole bunch of money for some place that I don't give two craps about in regards of actually going to. That's for sure.
0: Listen to our host of the Rated R
1: Safety Show.
2: Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. I don't know. I think that could be a fun concept depending on where you're based inside of the country or wherever you're based inside of the world. In this particular case, anyways, here you go. A private, a private nonprofit Canadian organization has created an eco-friendly biodegradable mask, an innovation that it says that it was that it was first first of its kind in the world. FP innovators, FP innovators, not FB, but P as in Peter says that it's key element that the mask that the mask is is appealing in the most components that can easily assemble and be produced as existing commercial machines. The masks are fully biodegradable from the mask filtering materials to the elastic ear loops and the nose pieces. Great for <laughs> great. Just what people need more encouraging to toss them all over the grocery store and their parking lot. So there you go. Some stuff to think about as we are talking there. Anyway, sniffer dogs were able to detect cases of COVID-19 more than a week before they were able to be picked up by a conventional nasal swab trials held in Belgium football club in the test carried out by the canine detection sniff dog company. Players were tested with the PCR test and the swabs taken from their armpits and sniffed by specially trained dogs in a 99.5% of the cases. The dogs finding were in line with the results of the PCR test, but yielding their results much faster. The Corona odor dogs detected the presence on the first day of the infection before Con- conventional test picked them up. It's thought that the some so someday COVID sniffing dogs could become a fixture of large-scale events. And, of course, the irony is that the COVID causes you to lose the sense of smell. So, that, I mean, that's an interesting part about it. So, if they're already pushing for the test with the dogs, is there going to be any kind of weird test when it comes all set and done? Um, are they going to use the, Chine- the, the Chinese tests here in the States as well? anybody going to be sniffing those?
0: Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM
2: don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
0: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM.
2: Okay, let's continue talking. Food that never goes bad. Oh, yeah. Food that never goes bad. These, these never spoil. Learn them and keep them forever, at least until you want to eat them. Let's talk about them real quick. Let's talk about the list. You just made the list. honey. You probably already knew this one, but it it may change color and become crystallized, but it will stay safe to eat. Let's face it, honey is bee vomit. How much more gross could it, could it get? I mean, come on, let's just talk about it. Rice, even if it's been in a, in a cupboard for years, it's just as good as the day that you bought it. This is a true for white, wild, jasmine, and basmati rice brown rice sorry it's a higher oil content makes it turn rancid what happens when it's wet what happens when it's uh wet with your cell phone i mean i'm just kind of trying to figure that out White vinegar stays fresh forever, so that's why a grocery stores sell a lifetime-size vat of it. Salt, of course, is another one. Sugar can change, but it keeps getting it keeps from turning hard. Store in an you know in an airtight container, and it should be good. It should be good. Dried beans is another one to think about if you're starting to plan for you know there's other these other things. Uh, they will take longer to soften when cooked, but sometimes they won't completely soften at all. After all, a year after a year or two, but they could, but they don't lose their nutritional value with age. Should I add them to obligatory, you know, the fart jokes here, but let's not talk about it. Would you? Would you like to move on? We're just going to move on from that particular portion. And then the other portion, because, you know, people always want to know about this, would be hard liquor. It may lose the aroma slightly, but your liquor cabinet could be the type of thing that passed down from generation to generation. In my family, it's never been around long enough for it to pass or even be proven. That it's, you know, something that it lasts a lifetime. So there you go. Some stuff going on right there, um, right there as we are talking about it. Anyways, before we get too far away, it is 53 minutes past the top of the hour. You are hanging out on RadioBig.fm and on Safety FM. Let me tell you real quick about my friends at the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention. Don't worry. I still love the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. But this is kind of a combination move here. So if you do have the chance and you are having any signs of depression or contemplating suicide, you can go to AFSP. That's AFSP.org. AFSP.org. Now, nothing changes here. Nothing changes. They're still the same phone number, 1-800-273-TALK, 1-800-273-TALK, or 1-800-273-8255. Now, the other portion, I've been telling you to go to the website for a long period of time. Ah, ah, ah. You can't go to the website, but... If you need to text them, it is available now. That's the fun part. You can text them. You can text to talk. This is what you have to do. Text the word TALK to 741-741. That's TALK to 741-741. They're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So we were able to find some more information. This one has a text messaging portion and, of course, the same phone number. So the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention still trying to accomplish the same thing, still tied into the same program. If you go right there, you can actually find out how you can make a difference, some real stories that are going on based on what's happening, and you can join a local chapter. So there's all kinds of information out there. I'm going to tell you, I know times are rough, things get hard, and we contemplate about different things in our mind. Before you make your next move, give them a call or in this case, give them a text as well. So there you go. That's what I wanted to share with you real quick as we are talking right now this morning. Anyways, if you want to come and hang out, we're going to be doing some more things there on the on the other side at the top of the hour on radiobig.fm. So you can come hang out with us if you love, desire to do so. Anyways, let me give you the five top five movies in the box office. The Croods made $780,000. Boogie, $1.2 million at number four child walk 3.8 million dollars tom and jerry made 6.6 million dollars at number two in raya the last dragon made 8.6 million dollars and it was the number one movie in the box office so there you go i got so much stuff still to cover that i think you just need to come out to the other side because i'm gonna have a lot to blab about not like it's any different than any other day um let's talk about some celebrity birthdays for today Anne mary turns 23 today Benny Blanco turns 33, Kat Von D turns 39, James Vanderbeek turns 44, Freddie Prince Jr. turns 45, Kenny Smith turns 56, and Mickey Doltz turns 76. So there you go. There's some birthdays going on today, just in case, if you want to know. Also, let's talk about some days you can celebrate today. International Women's Day, National Oregon Day, National Peanut Cluster Day, National Proof reading day yeah apparently something i don't do uh national be nasty day oh be nasty okay so there you go there you go that's some stuff going on inside of that sequence of events when we are coming back at the top of the hour if we come on to the other side we will talk about some whack facts some bs inside of the world i will i even have um some stuff that we should talk about Of, you know, some surveys and all that kind of fun stuff. Anyways, let me tell you a couple other things if you're kind of partaking and leaving right now at the end of the Rated R Safety Show. Let's talk about this. If you need a phone starter for today, try this one. Try this one out. The most unusual item partners keep in the bathroom. One survey found that the average male has six potential items in the family bathroom and the average woman has 65. <laughs> Random joke for today if you need that. I don't understand how God can have 10 commandments for the whole world when my wife has 152 just for our household. If you need a conversation for the water cooler, try this one. The average person will spend 39 hours this year at this. What is it? The inside? Of the refrigerator—that's not a joke. So there you go. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Safety FM and Radio Big FM. Anyways. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM. And that is the listener. Without you, we can't do what we do here. Anyways, to find out more of what's going on inside of our world at Safety FM, you can go to safetyfm.com for some more information. I got something kind of cool coming up here in the next few days, but we'll talk about we'll probably talk about it tomorrow. Just for FYI purposes. Anyway, so we are available via the streamer and all that kind of fun stuff. If you did not be able to catch the whole thing, the podcast will drop of this version of this thing here in the next few moments. And then, of course, the video is always available at safetyfmplus.com, just in case. Anyways, if I can leave you with a thought for today, I'll leave you with this one. Wish not so much to live long as to live well. Something to think about for today. Anyways, you've been listening to us here I would know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye.
1: Duh.